Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Don't do it, 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 don't do it. Hello. Thank you. He didn't do it. He did not do it. Hello and welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. Welcome. This is the podcast where we take life's biggest, smallest, medium sizesest questions <laughs> and we present them and we see if we can help them, help you with them. We might. We might not be able to, but we yep. might. And so you listen every week just to see, hey, was my question answered? Could yep. could you help me with something that's going on in my life? Mm-hmm, 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 absolutely. And, I mean, we'll, we'll give it a shot. We'll try. Yeah. Yeah, we'll try anything. Um, this podcast, this podcast, this podcast should be called the "We'll Try Anything to Help You" podcast. Great idea. Well, I'll just try anything, just full stop. Like, I'm, that's a lie. Oh, whatever. That's a lie. We are uh, just not recorded. Food, not food. Yeah, we just recorded uh, our special mini. Um, can we help you? Hotel quarantine, and you were talking about all the food. How many times you ordered Uber Eats? Food. You yeah, wouldn't yeah. even tell us how many times you'd ordered Uber Eats. Obviously, because it was too to many count. times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go through the, and count. And plus, there's a couple of times when the order's been wrong or hasn't been delivered, so that counts as an order, even though it gets refunded. Sure. Whatever. I tried something new on Uber Eats last night. Oh, what'd you a, get? I just got a chicken burger. I had a migraine yesterday, though, mm. so I don't think I enjoyed it to my full, to its fullest extent. But mm. this chicken burger, fried chicken burger, bacon, mayo, lettuce, cheese. Oh, yeah. And a hash brown. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I found it weird because fried chicken, hash brown. A hash brown's great on, like, a bacon and egg burger because you got yes. bacon an egg, neither of them are fried or crumbed, mm-hmm. but like a crumbed fried chicken and a hash brown, 
Yeah, it sounds it's... like something KFC would do, oh my God, like where they does. just put shit that you're not meant to put yeah. on a burger, yeah. or like a double oh, chicken. Yeah, it, look, it wasn't it wasn't bad. The the, the the everything was hot and tasty and fresh. Um, I added pickles, which was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, pickles. Yeah, yeah, like a bit of like a bit of acidity when it's like a very fatty, mm. heavy burger. They'd have been better off putting like you know because it's the it's the classic chicken and waffles. You're better off putting in like a little waffle instead of a hash brown. Oh no. I don't no? understand that combination. It's what like mean? when people, nah, I don't get it. You mean put a waffle in the burger? Like a little waffle in the burger, yeah. Oh, you mean oh, in as no. well. No, you know what? Yeah, the yeah. Only, no, the fried thing, okay, actually, Hungry Jack's, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten. It's like 2.30 in the afternoon. I haven't eaten since like 9 o'clock, so I'm quite hungry. Hungry Jack's, I don't know if they still do it, used to do a cheeseburger with a hash brown. Really good, really good. Also, really? Hungry Jack's also does the Rodeo cheeseburger, which has onion oh, rings on onion it. onion rings. Now, that is good. Oh. That, that is good. And now whenever I see a burger shop that does a burger with onion rings on it, I always get it because I'm like, yes, boy, that's what I want. Give me those onion rings on the burger. Hungry Jack's just makes me think of, you remember that ad for the Stunner, Stunner meal and they'd go in and be like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd um, hold like the fake yeah, burger hold, in front of your face. Yeah, you look like you're holding a burger in front of your face and they just walk in and they go, huh. And your fa- and your jaws dropped because you're like so stunned by the deal. Yeah, yeah. the stun yeah. meal is like five bucks. <laughs> stunned. People were going into shops and doing that, weren't they? Were I would have done that. I, I would have done that. No. I was the type of person who would have done that because I was a fucking idiot. Yeah, you still are. I was in, I was yeah, but I was worse in my early, <laughs> oh, my late teens and my early twenties. <laughs> oh, this could be so a, funny, boys. Yeah, Let's oh, go in and God. pretend that we're stunned. <laughs> oh. And then yeah. when they don't know what we're doing, we'll laugh at them. Be like, just stun them, yep. you idiot. Yep. That would have been you. Yeah, I walked Hands through down. the drive-thru once and I thought I was really <laughs> walking through the drive-thru. Like, what a <laughs> fucking idiot. I did that. I've done that before, but I was drunk and I'm pretty sure it was closed. So it didn't really count. <laughs> I hate when you're drunk. Well, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I was drunk, A, but B, the last time <laughs> I was drunk and went through a Macca's. But I hate when I was a late teen and I, you'd be drunk and there was a club we used to go to in Werribee called Mint and across the road was a, I think it was a Hungry Jack's and you would walk and, and down the road was a Macca's and you would like, because you didn't have a car because you were drunk, you'd walk through the drive through and you'd be like, oh, I really want like a, you know, nuggets or a cheeseburger or whatever. And they'd be like, sorry, we can't serve you. You're not allowed to walk through the drive through And I'm like, well, I'm here now. Just fucking give me the food. I'm hungry. <laughs> They're not allowed to, Jackson. <sighs> so there's no one else there. <laughs> I used, I miss going, getting in the cab in the city on the way home at 3 o'clock And vomiting out the window? No, I've only done that once. And (laughs) actually one time I had to ask the cabbie to pull over on the Harbour Bridge because I was about to spew and he could, you can't pull over on the Harbour Bridge. He had to wait. He had to wait. He was like, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. I'm like, oh, go. And then we literally oh got God. just over the harbour bridge and I opened the door, spewed outside, Gosh. didn't make any mess. And I said, I'm so sorry. They're like, that's all right. Thanks for letting me know. And we kept going on our merry way. But no, oh. no, no, no. And I was on my own too. God, it was awful. Oh. Um, no, when you get in the cab, you're like, Mr. Cab Driver, can we stop at McDonald's on the way? And then the cabbie would pull up and you just get a mean fucking Macca's feast when you're wasted. It's like there's just nothing better. If you, or, if you get a cool cabbie, but half the time you're like, uh, can we go to Macca's on the way home? And he's like, oh, I'm not going to fucking Macca's. I'm, fucking, I'm about to go home. I'm about to go home to my wife and children. I'm locking off. <laughs> you're like, oh. I never had that problem. It's because you've got a penis. Yeah, that's that's it. I hate to be sexist, but like go, go, they never say no to a car girls. Yeah, it's also probably because we were getting cabs in Werribee, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, where's ah? Um, 
So we're going to just do a, a slightly shorter one this week since we've uh, already graced your ears literally yeah, yesterday. We've already, with, we've already yeah. given you a shitload of content. So if you really, you know, need more of us, then too bad. You'll have to wait. You have to go back and listen to old episodes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's let's get into it for this week. Shall I go first? Sure. Okay. Hey, guys. Long-time listener, first-time asker. Thank you, Ronnie. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Asking Questions. We appreciate your time. It took to send it in. My mother-in-law is lovely, but she's a very shy and private person and gets overwhelmed easily. I, Uh on the other hand, come from an Italian family, lots of loud erratic hand gestures and Uh over-sharing every personal detail and story. Franco, well, see, sorry, can I just jump in? Franco's Italian and he's an introvert, so I find him odd. I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the one that stands out from the rest of my family. He though. would have been like the emo kid and all the other. Oh, what yeah, the, yeah, what yeah. is wrong with Franco? What why, is he, why is his <laughs> hair like this? Was that what yeah. they used to do? Your nonna used to say that when you used yeah. to go to family things? It, my hair could never be right. <laughs> I never figured it out. <laughs> um, back to Ronnie. My husband and I have two young children, so family gatherings, when COVID safe, are becoming Mm -hmm. more frequent. I'd like to host Christmas this year, but I'm worried about my mother-in-law. I really want her to feel comfortable being around my family, but don't want to insult my family by asking them to turn it down. Any suggestions on how to keep everyone happy? Cheers, Ronnie. Thank you, Ronnie, for your question. Great question. Great question. I feel like this is not uncommon. You know, I think um, I get really jealous of. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. There was a family that I knew where the kids, um, the, the both sides of the. So there was a couple, right, and mm-hmm. each set of in-laws all got along really well. And they used to go on holidays yep. together, and it was yep. like so natural and normal. And I used to be really jealous of them because. Shane and when Shane and I started dating, we were both very young. I was like 18, so it didn't feel right to do like a hey, like let's all the parents meet sort of thing. Like it just yeah, it yeah, felt yeah, yeah. it didn't feel right. We were young. We were, it, we didn't think we were gonna get married, um, and so uh, we we didn't do the meet thing for a while, right? Um, mm-hmm. And when we did, I had similar concerns. So my mum, uh, my dad, not so much. Mum loves a drink, loves to be chatty. She'll. Talk to everyone. Doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Like my mum will talk to you, and she'll carry the conversation, which is yep. great. Which also actually put me at ease a little bit because it wasn't like two shy sets of parents coming together. <laughs> yeah, one was no, that's loud. Awkward. And Ronnie, this might help you if one's loud and over the top and talking and likes a drink and da da da, and then you've got the shy one. At least the loud one's going to kind of keep things going a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, when my parents, oh, actually, it was awful the night that. Oh, my God. Oh, it makes me really – oh, look at the marks I left on my head. What? Am I sunburnt? Look at this. Can you guys see this? Sorry, I, potties, but oh. look at that. I'm pressing my you, forehead. Why am I so red? I don't know. This feels – I feel like you're about to, like, have a stroke or something. I've noticed. I've been looking at myself. I'm like, why do I look – You just keep getting redder and redder. I'm not sure what that means. Anyway. Are you having a medical episode? I died. Nah, jokes. Anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Distracted, off topic. Yes. Um, okay, so the night that um, Shane's parents and my parents met, right, we invited yep. them round to our my house because Shane and I didn't live together yet. We were still, you know, just dating. Yep. I think we'd been together for a few years though, so like we, you know, it was well overdue that our parents were yep. meeting. 
mm-hmm. came over. Mum and Dad did. We got really nice steaks. We did steaks on the Barbie. All food that I knew Shane's parents would like. Um, Shane's mum got food poisoning, not from our food. She had oh, been no. out the night before and had food poisoning. So she felt really sick and she didn't, mm-hmm. instead of just calling me or call, telling Shane, hey, I've like I've got food poisoning, I need to stay home tonight, she came anyway. Like, oh, no. Crazy woman. So she wasn't very talkative because she <laughs> had bet. food poisoning. Um, and, 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 yeah, so uh, definitely could have gone better. It didn't go badly. There was no, like, as in, like, they didn't fight or, you know, like didn't talk at all, but... You know, Shane's dad's kind of like my dad a little bit more on the quiet side, so it's up to the mums right. to kind of keep things uh, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just a there was just a quite the the stench emanating from the toilet, and they're like, "Oh God, yeah. what's going on?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, poor woman. Like honestly, and I said to her when I found out, I'm like, "Why didn't you just cancel, you silly woman? No one yeah. would have been offended. Like it's okay. We be- we would have believed." She's like, "No, no, yeah. we'd." We'd meant to do it for so long and oh we finally were doing it. I'm like, oh, my God, you poor woman. But, Ronnie, I think um, that helped me actually having one side of the family that's a little bit more loud and boisterous um, because you just kind of rely on them to make the conversation yeah. and keep and, things going and keep it fun. Yeah, and they're your family. Like, they're, they're going to include your mother-in-law. Like, it's not like they're going to exclude or, like, ostracise. Oh, she's not She's not very social. Let's not talk to her. You know, it's your family. So I don't think you need to really worry about it. But you know what? You could use this as the opportunity because your mother-in-law is, I mean, you've got a, a kid, right? So your mother-in-law's already grandma. So maybe you could just use this as an opportunity to make her grandma and just have her sit in the front room like grandma does. And you go, there you go, Grandma, we'll come back to you later on. You know how Grandma sits in the front room and she just kind of keeps to herself and knits or whatever? I don't know what you're doing to your grandma, um, <laughs> but when my grandma was at family things, we didn't just put her in a room and leave her there. <laughs> no, I'm not saying putting her in a room and leave her there, but, you know, she just sits and kind of, you know, takes in the room, you know? Doesn't have to. She's you not know. ninety-five. She's probably like forty-five. Like, what know. are you talking about? Yeah, they got a two-year-old. It could be easily sixty plus seventy, eighty. Who knows? Just sit there and take in the room. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible advice, what, Jack. Isn't that what grandparents do? I don't know. I just see. I don't, I don't know. Can't say that my grandparents ever did that. <laughs> No, that's usually the opposite because the poor things are so lonely. They're like, oh, my God, people, and they want to sit with all the people uh, and they make conversation. They just like being around people. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It's really enough. strange. I don't know what. I always knew you were a weird dude, but, like, <laughs> clearly it's your entire family and that's why oh, you are the way you are. Yeah, come on, Grandma. It's, it's all right. Just, you know. S- sit just in a room. in the room. <laughs> Not in a separate <laughs> room. Just, like, sit in the room around us, but, you know, that doesn't mean they have to be talkative. They're just there. They're just having a good time. <laughs> I think you're thinking about, like, like 85-year-old people with dementia. Yeah, who, that's what I'm talking about. That but I'm is just saying, not, no, no, no. No, I'm no. saying get take the opportunity to get in early and just start doing that early because then, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, terrible idea. Don't do that, Ronnie. Ronnie, I think that the key the key in this, because I get like this, I, I'm one of those people who stress about everyone having a good time. I'm always like, is everyone having a good time? Particularly if it's an event that I've put on. Um, I think you just need to chill. I think you need to relinquish control of that. At the end of the day, your mother-in-law is a grown-up. Um, she yes. would have been through situations. This is what I always have to remind myself, right? The person that you're stressing about has 
has lived life without you for most of their life, as in you're not by their side the whole time, right? Um, I get like this with my dad because my dad's quite shy and I'm always like, oh, I hope dad's okay. And I'm like, he does this every day. He lives his life without me by his side just because I'm here at the moment. Yeah. It, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's it's really nice, Ronnie, that you that you care so much <clears throat> about how your mother-in-law feels. I think just say to her, look, apologies in advance. My family's really loud and 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 really talkative and and will ask you lots of different questions, but they're just doing it because they love you and they want you to be part of the family. And give your mother-in-law an out, maybe. Just be like, hey, why don't you come? Um, and just be like, oh, I've got to go to my, I don't know, you don't mention um a father-in-law, but Maybe they have another Christmas that they need to go to or something where it's like, hey, like come for a couple of hours and then kind of go. Oh, and then yeah, they might idea. end up they might end up not leaving. They might end up having a great time. You never know. You know what's good? And I got this off Bluey actually. Great show, <laughs> Bluey. Check it out. So good. Okay. Um they were having a party and there was um I guess there was lots of kids from school and there were lots of parents around and um Louie's grandma, who is, you know, um, was there. and In a room, like, just taking in the room by themselves. <laughs> yes. And she was like, can I help with the food or can I help with this? And they're like, no, mum, don't worry. It's fine. We've got it. You sit down. You, you, you know, get yourself comfortable. Anyway, just feeling quite lonely because she was like, I want to help, you know. I, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Then discovered the children. Send, send her to look after the kids. If she's feeling uncomfortable, she can look after the kid while you guys have your fun. See, I feel like you just want Ronnie's mother-in-law to not actually have a good time. No, no, I want You're her to have a good time. You're just trying to find I'm, ways. No, it's I'm like a dog, she's not- right? Like put it in the back room or put it in the laundry and let it just sit there with 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 a nice give, – give her a chew treat and put her in the laundry and she'll be fine. Like she's I'm she's saying a if she's having a bad time, then, you know, she can look after the kids for a bit or have fun with yeah, the kids or whatever. I'm sure she would be anyway. That's the thing, right? Like that, that's how it would go anyway. She would be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll help with the kids, get the kids lunch or whatever, like – I think you need to find ways to let her be involved and not sitting in a room by herself <laughs> or in the at the kids' table with her knees up around her ears, like you know, eating off plastic plates. Like, come on, man. <laughs> nah, Ronnie, don't stress about it, honestly. Like, I think you just need to let go of, of the fact that you can't control that. She probably will feel uncomfortable at times, but she's a grown-up. She's gone through life, you know what I mean? Give her a bit of warning. Tell your family, like, hey, just keep in mind, like, she's she's a white woman. I'm just assuming she's white. You know, she's a she's a you know a little bit more more reserved than what we're used to. Just keep that in mind as you're interacting, you know, and then let them mix. And who knows? She could end up having the best time of her life. You just don't know. So give up control of that side of things and let her just have a good time. We're going to get a question early next year saying. Please help me. Um, my daughter-in-law took me to Christmas and put me in the front room by myself <laughs> and left me there all day. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> oh, my God. I have a question here from Ronnie. Hi, it's Ronnie. please help me, my daughter, put me in a room for Christmas. <laughs> no, it's not really. My daughter put me in the laundry with a dog. <laughs> True to it. Uh, okay, Ronnie writes, I've, I've been with my partner for five and a half years. Congratulations. That's not well a it's not a short amount of time. It's quite good. <laughs> 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 I 
You're off your game today. Yeah. It's hotel quarantine. So hotel quarantine's got my brain going loopy. Five and a half years is a pretty good slog. Okay, uh, Ronnie says we went to we went to pick out an engagement ring together, but that was that was two and a half years ago, and he still hasn't proposed yet. We oh. share two dogs, and oh we want to start our family soon. What could be the holdup? Why hasn't he proposed? I don't know. That's weird. That's really weird, Ronnie. That is weird. Down along two years. Two and a half years ago. They've been together for five and a half years. Two and a half years ago they picked out a ring and the proposal is still forthcoming and Ronnie's not sure when it's going to come. Okay. My first question, which you won't be able to answer, but it kind of changes how I approach answering mm-hmm. this, is did they buy the ring? Ah. Uh. Like yeah, I think, the they, I think they purchased. must have bought the ring. They, they, mm. We went to pick out a ring. But, see, that doesn't mean he bought it, right? So Shane and I had looked at rings together before, but he'd never bought them. Um, but right. we looked at rings like maybe the earliest was probably six months before he proposed. Mm-hmm. So in my head he might have bought it. I did, Like I didn't actually know. I told him not to buy it because we were about to go to Europe and I didn't want him wasting his money yeah. on a bloody engagement ring. And yet he did. No, he didn't. He waited till we got back. Yeah, well, there you go. And he'd saved up extra money because he's a good oh, little boy. Cute. Such a good boy. Um, yeah, because if he's bought it and it's sitting in a drawer, then it's really bizarre, <gasps> right? Maybe he lost it. Maybe. Maybe that's why he hasn't proposed. He's like, fuck, how do I? I'm going to have to buy another one and I don't have the money for it. <laughs> See, what I think might have more happened is that the- – they picked out a ring, but he didn't buy it, and maybe mm. something has changed in between that moment. But see, for me, I'm like, if you had, because if, if you had done that, right? The conversation's mm. open. You're talking about getting engaged. It's not yeah. like it's a secret or like you're like dropping hints. You're getting engaged. You've gone and picked out a ring together, whether he bought it yeah. or not. Why don't you just ask him? I would have just asked him. I would have been like. Dude, we did that two years ago. Why haven't you proposed yet? Like, that's what I'd be doing. Straight down the line. Maybe he's already married someone else and he's living a secret <laughs> life with you. I think I don't think we should keep going. I think your advice is really off today. It's possible. If he's had a ring for two and a half years, like, I mean, it's possible he's just he's married to someone else already. Ronnie, and don't and you're just hanging Jax. on. No, and no, no. I reckon you gotta you gotta look through his phone, see if he's got another wife. Is he wearing a ring? Because if he's wearing a ring and you picked out a ring two and a half years ago, then I think he's married secretly. Or maybe he's not. Maybe you're the secret. Maybe you're the mistress. I think we need to stop now. Sorry, Ronnie. No, That's awful uh, advice. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Almost as bad as putting grandma in a room. Um, so, Ronnie, my advice to you, don't listen to Jax. He doesn't count today. No one listened to anything Jax has said today, all right? <laughs> I would be asking him the question because, to me, I, I don't really understand. The only thing that uh, that might have held it up is that, like, did he lose his job and he doesn't have any money and he can't go and buy the ring if he hasn't bought the ring? But then if he bought the so, ring, I don't understand. I like, It's I two and a half understand. years, though. Like, what, has he been unemployed for two and a half years? Well, maybe. You don't know. Maybe he injured himself and he's been on workers' comp or something. Oh, like, yeah, there's so many variables with this question. Ronnie, like, it's a great question, but, like, there are too many variables for me to be able to. Your question, Ronnie, was... What could be the holdup? And yeah. I, I can't, I can't understand it, but I can't also kind of guess at it because there's just too many options that it could be. So my advice to you in this situation would be to just ask him the question: Hey, 
are we planning on getting married? I mean, you're talking yeah. about having kids, so why aren't you talking about getting married yeah. if you've already kind of done that? You know what I mean? Maybe it's like one of those things where it's been so long now that he feels like he can't do it. <laughs> it's awkward. It's like, yeah, he's like, I've put this off for so long. <laughs> now I don't know how to actually do it because it's just been way too long. Maybe he's really nervous. Yeah. Maybe he thinks... Maybe because it's been so long, right? It's been two and a half years. Maybe you went and you're like, oh, we love each other. We've been together two and a half years. You know, I mean, theoretically, that could still be the honeymoon phase. Now you settle down and he's like, fuck, she might say no. Oh, maybe. I mean, he's really insecure. Because, like, you know, obviously, I've never, you've proposed to someone, Jackson. Franco, you have as well. Clippy, as far as I know, has not. Um, So he can't help us with this one. But, like, but he might in the future. Sure. No, 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 but I'm asking a question specifically about proposing, right? Mm, yes. You are doing it because, like for me, right, I think most lo- – I know people just propose after being together for six weeks and it's like, let's get married yeah, and it's yeah. completely bizarre. But you both of you had been in long-term committed relationships yes. when you decided to propose. Was there a part of you that was nervous – even though you had no reason to be, as in like, oh, my God, what if she says no? Like was there any part of you that felt that? Yeah, for me there was. Really? I knew 100% that she would say yes, but there was still (laughs) that kind of nerve You know what it is, is because even though you've been in a long-term committed relationship, there's still part of you that's like, this isn't like, you know, this isn't legally binding yet. This isn't, it's it's committed, but it's not like committed, committed. So you think that there's like, you're going to be like, will you marry me? And they'll be like, well, I really like you, but I don't know if I want to like, you know, that's their like final jump off point. That's like if 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 there's any doubts, that's like, well, I'm jumping off here. I'm I'm out here. So the- my my advice to Ronnie, if I may, of course, yeah, is course. just make it clear, even if it's subtly, make it clear that you are up for marriage now. Oh right, so you think it's like a kind boy of thing? Take, take <laughs> away the the possibility that you might sure. say no. Yeah, actually, because yeah, I was. I like I don't like to say it was an ultimatum, but I said to Shane, um, we'd been together for I think it was f- seven years that year, and I mm. said at the start of the year, like not like on fucking New Year's Eve, like the minute it turned midnight, <laughs> but like I said to him when we had the conversation, look, it's where I see us going, it's where I want us to go. If you haven't proposed by the end of the year, that's okay, but I'll just kind of want to know why it hasn't happened, like what's yep. holding us back sort of thing. That's like we live enough. together, we're both talked about having kids together and getting married and spending the rest of our lives together. Like I'll just kind of want to know why. Like do you not want to get married yeah, yeah, anymore yeah. or whatever? So um, I think See, even, even that, that conversation, yeah, even it, that conversation is a very good indication that you would say yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. I, I wanted to lay it out for him. And I think it helps Shane because Shane's Shane can have a typical male brain quite a lot where he just needs things spelt out for him. <laughs> um, so I spelt it out and I knew him well enough to know that that would help. And sure enough, six months later, we're engaged. So, you know. But, Ronnie, yeah, I think I think maybe you're going to need to bring it back up with him because I just I, don't understand know, look, why. When you're in a long-term committed relationship, there's a point where you get to, and it, it really depends on who you are as people, but, mm-hmm. you know, you get to a point where, like if you're living together and you've got a pet together and you're looking at get, having kids together, you're f- effectively married, even if you're not actually married. And I yeah. think, uh, you know, there's definitely some relationships or some couples or some people who would be like, well, I don't know, it doesn't really matter that much to me. We're basically married anyway. So, you know, yeah, it, uh, you know, having now gone through 
getting married, it's fun and it's great and it's really nice and it's really good to pledge that to each other and all that sort of thing. But, you know, I think pe- some people are like, well, yeah, well, I mean, we kind of just, this, we're basically married anyway, so do we really need to put that much importance on, on officially doing it? In saying that, they've picked out a fucking ring. So what the fuck? Yeah, I see. This is where I think he might he might have just like gotten an idea for a design as opposed to like let's buy this ring. That that's what I think has happened because in my head I'm like, how could you possibly buy a ring and two and a half years later still have not given it to the person you bought it for? I yeah. reckon. So I like in that case I'm like, okay, maybe they've started saving for a house and he's gone. Oh, why would I spend? however many thousands yeah. of dollars on an engagement ring when we're saving for a house or when we're renovating our house or when we're about to have a baby and we want to spend all our money on the baby and getting ready for that. You, yeah, you, you actually make a good point in terms of if if you weren't there for him purchasing the ring, then it's possible, like, you know, we don't know what happened at the, at the picking out of the ring. It is quite possible that you went to the ring shop and you went, oh my god, that one's so nice. Look at that. That's amazing. And I don't, I don't know. I I didn't go to a ring shop to get the ring that I used, but I don't know if they the have like a, a little sticker with a price. I imagine not. So they do. It's uh, actually, some places do. Some places do. Some places some places don't. would. Some places don't. So maybe you went to a place without stickers, right? <laughs> and then you go away, and then he comes back next week, and he's like, oh my god, my wife, my soon to be wife, she really wants that ring, how much is it going to cost? And they pull it out and they go, well, it's a bloody two and a half carat and it's a bloody G and it's a blah, blah, blah. That'll cost you $12,500. And maybe he's like, fuck me, I can't afford that, but I really want her to have this one so I need to spend the next three years saving up so I can get her the perfect ring. Yeah. Maybe that's it. That seems to be the most logical. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I guess so. That's Yeah, it's probably the most... It's either that Logical or he's got a secret wife already that he's already proposed no, to a marriage. Ronnie, don't worry. That's definitely not what it is. <laughs> Have the conversation, Ronnie. You're you're entitled to. Don't be afraid of it. Um, you know, it's weird. I'm so confused. I really want you to tell us what happens. Can you imagine if we ask her this and on the day that, like, this episode comes out, like he proposes yeah. or something? Can you imagine? Ronnie, please tell I... us what happens. I really want to know. <laughs> I'm invested. I'm, expect, I'm expecting a message that says, guys, you wouldn't believe it. I asked him. Turns out he's got a secret wife. No! <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Quite short for us. Yeah, but we've already given you one this week, so it's actually... You should be thanking us. You, yeah, because it's it's already more than you would normally get. So, yeah. you know. Be thankful. <laughs> you can no. send your thank yous to Can We Help You Podcast Yes, on Instagram. Exactly. Thank you, Franco, at Can We Help You Podcast. Actually, if you could go and follow us on TikTok because I think we need to – TikTok has got to blow up. We've got to get that blowing up. I don't I don't know. Blowing up, is that, is that what you say? Get it blowing up. Make it go viral. <laughs> Get it I saw, blowing up, uh, yo. Can, yeah, can I just say, I saw fucking, there's a, there's a girl on TikTok who does hilarious redesigns of logos and she's oh, viral. Why can't find, we do okay, that? I don't find those funny. 
I don't get I okay, but when I say I don't find them got funny. Really popular. No, yeah. I know. I know and I'm not saying it's not funny. I just watch it and you know when you like for it to have million her her videos have millions of likes. That's likes, not views, right? The brands that she's redesigned their logos for are now using it as I their know. logos online. I know. And I'm just watching it. Why like, can't we do that? This isn't even that funny. Like it's funny. Like I, I it's, like her it's deadpan most, sense of humor. Yeah, I know. She's she's fun, but you it's know. mostly dumb, right? And that's what I'm confused about <laughs> because I don't know if we can be more dumb. We're pretty dumb. Yeah, I know, but we're not doing a fun idea. We're just like every other radio podcast, yeah. whatever, that just sits there and talks and then puts a fucking reel up and hopes someone will like it. I blame Franco. Franco, you need to find our funnier bits to put up there. Right. Well, his attention's I'll, divided. I'll make you guys look funnier. Make us <laughs> if you look could, funnier. That would be great. We can't be funnier than we already are. Why um, don't you Why don't you just put like funny redesigns of logos behind us or something? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, easy. <laughs> then yeah. he's going to have to do even more work. Jackson, yeah, you we'll, do we'll it. We'll credit him. We'll credit Franco and therefore he can also <laughs> blow up on, on TikTok. Right, that's what I need. Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, Jax. Actually, Franco actually is a bit of a, a, bit of a um, Twitter star, isn't he? Twitter star? From back in the day, weren't you? Didn't you create um, a, a stir on Twitter? What? Yeah, speaking of, speaking of profile pictures, are we telling this story? Yeah, why not? We've got we're only thirty minutes. Oh, hang on, hang on. I have a vague recollection of this, but now I've forgotten it. Did Franco's someone? A, yeah, didn't a band use your picture or something? Didn't, didn't you yeah. end up on TMZ, Franco? What? Um, I don't know if no. Yeah, maybe TMZ was involved. Uh, okay, tell the okay, story. So, so uh, this was 2015, and I know because I've recently been going through all my photos uh-huh, and yeah. thinking of selling this particular photo. And, oh, you yeah, should start a TikTok about it. I, it's in it's in the works. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, 2015. I was a concert photographer. I worked for a friend's online blog, mm-hmm. and for some reason, um, One Direction or Sony Music said that it's fine if we come and take photos of their concert. <laughs> So um, why why would Sony Music pick you? I mean, I, I love you. It, it I think you're great. No, but it why had would they pick to do with you? Me. It had nothing to do with me. It was the guy who ran the magazine. Um, it wasn't a magazine, a website. Yeah, had, knew a lot of people and was right. very friendly. And fair yeah. enough. <laughs> so anyway, I'm in there taking photos of One Direction. I'm uh, I would have been 19 at the time. Oh, so little baby, very strong work did ethic. You? Oh, yeah, did did you? <laughs> Did you smash your lens or a filter or drop your camera? <laughs> Not at this one, but, oh. um, but this is around the time I was shooting a lot of concerts, so it did happen pretty often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, take photos of One Direction. As a photographer, you usually get like the first three or the first five songs and then you're out of there. Right. So mm-hmm. it was the first five for this one and then I was out and I asked one of the people that was taking us in and out if I could – sit somewhere, like sit at a desk or something and, and like edit the photos now so I could get them online really quickly. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. So there's a few things that kind of made this happen is I was the first person to post photos of that show mm-hmm. and that show was in Sydney was the first show of their whole new global tour. Oh, so these wow. photos kind of got seen by a lot of people. Good for you. The next day... Mm. Uh, Louis Tomlinson used my photo really? as his Twitter profile photo. Oh my god, that's so cool! 
That is so cool. Um, that is pretty cool. That's a pretty big claim to fame, i got to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you and put that on your LinkedIn? Of- Why isn't that on your LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah, uh, like as like awards or recognition. You don't have yeah, LinkedIn? Hey, You're yeah, a freelancer. You what is wrong with you? Oh, I'm behind on a lot of things. Do you have a resume? <laughs> that should be your headline on your resume. Before your name, it should be uh, Louis Tomlinson's Louis profile Tomlinson photo photography. Photo photography. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's, if it's such a – so obviously, hey, I was having all of these thoughts back then. I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is great for me. Yeah. Except I saw a lot of tweets about, hey, that's an awesome photo, but no one was tweeting me. No one really knew who took it. Yeah, so, so he didn't no credit you. He didn't credit me. That's when you jump on you go, hey, that's my photo. Yeah, so I I tweeted at Louis Thompson, 18 million followers at the time. I knew I wouldn't get anything, but hey, that's my photo. Would you mind crediting me? Or thanks for using my photo if he'd maybe like retweet me or something. Sent emails to their management company, which is obviously one of the busiest companies in the world. They just yeah. started a global tour. They didn't really have time for me. Oh, yeah. Surprise. And if you Aww. Google who is who is One Direction's manager, Simon Cowell comes up. So like, <laughs> sent him an email. He didn't really know who I was. He's like, who the fuck is this? Fuck yeah. off, mate. So I went to Twitter and I saw that there's, there's this thing called a DMCA claim. So you can say, yeah, hey, yeah. Twitter, that photo is my photo. Mm-hmm. So I put it in, I put it all in the description and I said in the note to the person who put the photo up, they're free to use the photo. Like you can please use my photo, but please credit me. Credit at, me. And I put my, yeah, yeah, put my Twitter, my Twitter name. Yeah. Uh, about six hours later, his photo was taken down. Oh. By Twitter. <laughs> Oh, by Twitter. Oh, oh. Twitter yeah, took so it down. Twitter took it down because I kind of told them to and I said, hey, you can put it back up. Just, just I want, credit me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you um, when you go back to like a normal Twitter profile without a profile photo yeah. on Twitter, it's a, like a little photo of an egg. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember like a, that. Like yeah. a silhouette yes. of an egg. yes. Hashtag Louis, why are you an egg? Was trending worldwide for three days straight. (laughs) (laughs) And in the meantime, some One Direction fans have found my tweets saying that I was the guy who took the photo. Did they find that? They're crazy, the One Directioners. They're They're nut jobs. Did they abuse you? Well, they found the tweets that I also put up saying what I've done. And then oh, the abuse was started silly. coming in. Yeah, that yeah. was probably <laughs> My phone was vibrating off the table oh nonstop. One direction And it was 24 hours a day. It was like I could actually see as it would get into nighttime when people in Australia would go to bed, yeah. the tweet languages would start changing oh because God. people in Brazil were waking up and tweeting death threats at me. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. You would think you would learn to put on fucking do not disturb mode. <laughs> You probably oh. loved it. Um, yeah, no, I did. I did love it. I was doing like radio interviews about it, and there were articles. There were articles written about the hashtag Louis Why You and Egg because no one really knew. Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess the hate for me was just that. It was just hate. That's so, so there silly. Was no, no one was really on my side. <laughs> oh, three days God. later. Yeah. Three days later, Louis finally gets back on Twitter because he hasn't said anything through all of this. Yeah. And he says. Um, the photographer was having a cry, lol, so I need a new profile photo. Oh, what an asshole. And then, and then my tone completely like flipped. Yeah. Please don't tag me. I don't want to be tagged. <laughs> Get- <laughs> so the moral of the story is Louis never credited you for that photo um, and you and caused him And then I took it away from him. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Wow. 
I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that full story. I think I knew part of it, but I didn't know that full story. Do you it's know a great what? Story. It, if that happened today, you would probably have like a New Yorker article written about you, and it would be like a long read about the story <laughs> behind the guy who took fucking yeah. Louis Tomlinson's exactly. Twitter photo. Hey, look, you didn't capitalize on it. You needed to get a manager yourself yeah. and capitalize on that opportunity. I You'd be was famous. Nineteen, now. and I was very dumb, and all I needed really was someone who knew how to contact One Direction. Yeah, and then I would have been good. And you couldn't do but it. But hey, since since then there was a big, I guess controversy that with Taylor Swift about how she changed the rules about her photographers. Did you take so Taylor Swift's photo? I didn't take Taylor <laughs> Swift's photos. But pretty much if it happened today, things would be very different. Right. Very different. People might be on my side instead of I would have been on One your side, side whether it was today or yesterday or six years ago. I would have been on your side, but I would have said, Franco, what are you doing? Capitalise on this opportunity. You could be famous. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know how. Well, if it was these days, you'd make a TikTok about it and you'd fucking blow the fuck up on yes. TikTok. Yes, exactly. It's, exactly. it's too late. But, hey, um, I've got the photo still and it is it is my photo, so I'm thinking of um, putting it as some sort of sale maybe as like an online NFT thing oh, that's a good in idea. the future. You should, you, should, you should take this what we've just discussed, and you should turn that into a TikTok, post it on our thing, and then you might blow up again. <laughs> you just want us to blow up and for Frank and to we, And you'll bring us along with you. <laughs> exactly. And we'll all be viral on TikTok. Yay. Yeah, and we'll invite Louis Tomlinson on the podcast. <gasps> now that's a good idea. I wonder what he's doing these days. Does he? I don't think he's one of the ones that makes music on his own, is he? I haven't seen anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Do. Doesn't he do? They um, all do, uh, yeah. Doesn't he do? Oh no, that's Liam Payne. It doesn't he do fucking? Um, hey, it's really nice to meet you. Is that Louis? I don't know. Oh, that's nice. He has released something, and it wasn't. It wasn't great. Uh, Clippy, <laughs> can you reach out to um, uh, Louis Tomlinson's management and see if he would come on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'll get. He right might on be that. a bit more free now. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. He's not in the middle of a world tour anymore, and nice. hey, he might hey, have time hey, for else me. To do. He's got to promote something, surely. We can promote whatever he wants. Tell, oh, we- tell, tell his management we'll promote whatever the fuck he wants. He can talk for 20 minutes about whatever the fuck he wants and we, as long as we can talk about Franco at the end. <laughs> well, there you go, everyone. And why don't we get all our followers, reach out to Louis Tomlinson and say, please if go on the could, Can We Help You podcast. Please go on the Can We Help You podcast. That would be great. We will appreciate you forever and a day. We will send you lots and lots of cool things if you do yeah. that for us. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Um <laughs> At Can We Help You Podcast if you have a question of your own. Um, or if you a- happen to know Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and have a great Any week. Any of our listeners just happen to. Yeah. That would be great. Well, we have a few <laughs> people in the hi. UK. Yeah, exactly. We need to mediate this. I think we need to make this right between Franco and Louis. Absolutely. This has been going on for too long. Six years, that is way too long. We need to figure I'm it out. I'm just going to put it out there and uh, he's free to say whatever he wants, but I'm ready to move on. Oh, so. yeah, oh. that's no, that's good. That's beautiful. Words, be the Franco. bigger man, Franco. Be the bigger man. <laughs> all right. Well, see you next week. Love you all. Enjoy your last few days in quarantine. We'll talk to you when you're out. All right. See ya. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 